Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome everybody to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, I talk about four different types of freedom, time, financial, location, health freedom. And in that light, I'm always bringing on guests, entrepreneurs, doing things on the cutting edge, shaping the world, changing lives. So today we have um, Victor Manzo. He's a business mindset coach. And um, you know, to give him some accolades, he's the top guest on Podmatch. So definitely check out that platform. Uh, but today is going to be all about mindset. It's going to be talking about decoding the matrix, rewi- rewiring the brain, effortless success. So Victor, welcome. Thanks for having me, brother. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, we connected on Podmatch and uh, you know, your bio is really interesting. You talk about mindset and rewiring the brain. Um, we're gonna talk about the doing trap. Um, so let's get into it. Uh tell us more about yourself, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Yeah, my my journey all started. I've been a chiropractor for 12 years now, and that was my first journey. Got into that realm, and uh, about you know five years in, I hit my financial peak and all these other things. And all of a sudden, I was burned out. You know, every four to six months, I was unfulfilled when I got to that point, unsatisfied. And my wife worked in the office with me, and I remember talking to her, going, "I don't know if I want to continue this. This is always an uphill battle, and I feel like there's something different, and I just don't know." It just doesn't feel right. Now, little backstory. My my I used to be as I was studying chiropractic, I studied a lot of energy healing, energy medicine techniques. And in that journey, I learned a lot about quantum physics and consciousness. I learned a lot about um understanding like spiritual um spirituality, ancient wisdom stuff, and um different aspects of energy and how it plays a role in our lives with universal laws and so forth. So at this point in my life, I'm like, you know what? I know that if I'm the creator of my life, I can dictate what success means and I should be able to experience that in some way, shape or form. And so I started to stop reading 80 to 120 books a year. I stopped listening to a gazillion podcasts. I mean, I just was listening and downloading because, you know, business world says knowledge is power, more knowledge, more money, more success, this and that. Um, Self-help and personal development says the same thing. So I was just like doing that for the last five, six years, seven years. And I was like, something's got to give, something's got to change. And when I started to step into this new aspect, I mean, first off, I changed my practice around where I took a 40% hit uh, financially because it wasn't what I really wanted. So the patients in my office that didn't align with what we were going towards, we just refer them to other chiropractors that can, you know, to continue their care. And then we we started to, I wanted to focus more on pediatrics. That was my, my, my passion and what I wanted to really get into. And taking all these principles that I talk about now, that's what was the premise of my work because I didn't do anything different than anything new. I didn't do any new marketing strategy. I didn't do nothing in the essence. All I did was is just focus on what I wanted to create, focused on my energy and all the things I talk about, which we'll get in today a little bit of. And all of a sudden I grew, you know, in a little over a year, the practice was back at its financial peak. I was working over 50% less than what was I was doing before and way less stressed. And my pediatric office went from 5% patient volume to 48% in that journey. So from that experience, I said, you know what? Entrepreneurs need to learn this stuff because there's just so much doing. There's so much 
always looking outside ourselves, giving our power away. It's just not entrepreneurs, individuals do this too. And I'm like, they're always exhausted. They're doing so much and yet they're not achieving the levels of what they want. What if we can do it differently? I did it. Why can't I teach that? And so I started it as like a little side hustle three and a half years ago, almost. And uh, this year I went full time and that's how I made that transition to be going into business coaching and so forth. Yeah, that's that's very uh, inspiring story. Um, you know, a lot of uh, healthcare professionals experience the same thing. And, you know, kudos to you for taking action and, you know, making the proper changes. Um, what, what do you think? Uh, wh what's interesting is, you know, people are always like, oh, I can't fire my client. Uh, I can't do this. Uh, it's going to hit my revenue. But what made you, um, you know, what is, uh, what do you think uh, was the cause, you know, when you started um, aligning or starting to say no to the things that were taking away from you that contributed to your growth and your success? You know, there came a point where it was just, you got to be authentic with yourself. I mean, that's one of the two things that, I mean, I had a coach back then who was like, just meet people where they are with their health. And, you know, that's what it's all about is just helping them, you know, elevate themselves to higher levels if they want to go there, but you meet them where they are instead of you saying how it should be. And that just never sat well with me, but this coach was extremely successful. So I figured, you know, she's doing something right. I'm just going to listen to what she says. And there came a point though, where I, that's what led a lot of burnout because I had a lot of incongruence with that. It was always stressing me where, oh, I'll, what, you know, here's what I recommend for you. But then yet they'll be like, ah, I can only do this. And I'd be like, okay, well, then we'll meet you there. But here's this and that. And then, you know, all this other stuff. And I thought about it for a second. I'm like, if you go to a, ma a master in martial arts, let's say Kung Fu or, you know, Aikido or Hapkido or whatever those, whatever it is. And they tell you, I want to become, I want to master this. What do I need to do? They're going to literally, they'll tell you what it is. And if you say, ah, you know what? That sounds great. But what if I just do this instead? They're going to look and say, no, it's either this or you go. I know I've been, I know the path to help you. And it's the same thing in my practice. It's not that it's my way or the highway. A lot of people take it that way. And I'm like, it's not, it wasn't that I'm a result driven guy. So I want to see results. I want to see my patients get better. That's what matters most to me. And so that's why I do what I do. I love seeing that transition when they come in. And then after a certain period of time with the scans and technology we use to see the transition to get to that point. What was I getting tired of is that people sometimes will get better and then sometimes they weren't. Like things would track back because we didn't do enough work in the beginning. And that would frustrate me, especially when they said, oh, chiropractic doesn't work. Because then I realized not only am I not sticking to what my truths matter to me and what I know I can help the individual, but also it's hurting chiropractic. Because now if they don't get, they get to a certain point and they go, oh yeah, chiropractic, it doesn't work. And really what they needed was just more frequency and care to help in the beginning phases of things to really make that change and alter the neurology and rewiring the brain, neuroplasticity, all that fun stuff. And so that's what was my principle. And that's what mattered most to me. And so when I started to align to what mattered most to me, I didn't care about a profit loss here or there because I knew it was going to come back. It was just laws, universal laws. It's, it's, it's the energy. This is when you do stuff that's really, really authentic to you and really what matters to you and what, what you value the most. That's what I call a, a generator to your, uh, to your energy because your emotions are going to be evolved, but it's a higher emotion. You're more passionate about it. You have more bliss, more excitement. You have compassion, all these different things. These are high vibes when it comes to, or higher consciousness levels of emotions. And when you do those kind of things, you're going to generate, this is where inspiration comes from. You don't need to be motivated to go to work. You're going to be inspired to go. You're going to be inspired to run your business. You're going to be inspired to do those things. And this makes manifesting your vision or your dream or a goal or whatever it is you would desire a lot easier. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy, but it's a lot easier than what the, the path you're on already. Yeah, it's, uh, it's almost like um, I've been reading a lot on um, energy alignment and um, sort of manifesting. 
and it's really you know it's kind of the same concepts that you're talking about is you just uh you go in line it's like the trends like you know the market you go with the trend you know the trends your friends so you go against that then it's you're like then you're run, running downhill so um yeah that's a really interesting insight one uh one thing is uh talking about the matrix and when you talk about decoding the matrix what what do you mean by that that's a find that fascinating. Yeah. So let's, let's break down what the matrix is first. So we can all understand what that is. And so the matrix, the other term for matrix is human collective consciousness. Now, some may say, what the heck's a human collective consciousness? Every single human in the world has a consciousness level where they're at. When we average all those out, that becomes the matrix or the human collective consciousness of the world. Now, there's the ma- humans have a matrix, but every species in the world has matrix. The earth has one, the solar system has it, the galaxies have it, the universe have it. The matrix is not good or bad. It just is. It's Again, it's just the average of all the human. We'll go to humanity's sake. It's all just the average of conscious levels of each human that exists in this world. Now, decoding or breaking it down, well, first we have to understand, well, what makes up the matrix then? Well, there's all the sub-matrixes. They're continents. They're states. They're, they're, they're countries. They're states. They're uh, cities, towns. And it comes all the way down to you, me, and all the listeners, right? That we make up the matrix. And... To decode it is understanding how the matrix plays a role on our life, plays a role on our mind. It conditions us. From age zero to seven, that's when our our mind is the most impressionable to what we take as truth. Um, And whatever is showing up in our life there, we think after seven, the brain thinks this is is the world. We've, We've been for the first seven years. Here we go. This is life. And the matrix has a part of that because where is the consciousness levels of where you're coming from, where you're developing or what's your community, like your parents or friends, how are they influenced, right? So this all plays a role and continues on. And a lot of times people get stuck in a trap thinking, well, this is just the way it is, or this is how my life is, or this is just how it is, or this is who I am. And that's a trap because you're, you can always transcend out of it in, in some way, shape, or form. And the easiest way to do that is just by setting your intention every day. Because the matrix, like I said, it's not good or bad, it just is. If you don't set your intention, you're going to be pulled down to or pulled to that average all the time. Because this is you've heard this before. Many people have the law of association. You have you average the five closest people to you, that's you. Or if you average the five, the incomes of the five closest people to you, that's your income. Well, that's the law of association. Well, the law of association all works in this way too, where it's always going to pull you to the main vibe where everything is. But if you're intentional on what you do every single day, you can step out of that. And not be influenced by that. And in the book, I talk my, my my recent book about this. I share how you know when COVID hit, there was the pandemic going on, and small businesses were closing down. They were struggling, and all these other things. Well, that's true in that one realm. But those who are out of the matrix saw different. Now you look at billionaires. There, I share this in the book. Fifty six percent of their net worth in those two years, almost two years, grew. Fifty six percent. Now, how is it that they grew fifty six percent? When the, supposedly all the small the small businesses and so forth were suffering like crazy. Businesses were suffering because of this. It's the same concept of looking at when you step out in the code matrix and understand it. Like when the Great Depression happened, there was a lot of millionaires that were made in the Great Depression. I'm not saying there wasn't people that suffered, but I'm just saying that there was also the other spectrum of it. And so why does it work for one and not for the other? That's where the matrix plays a big role in that. Yeah, that's it's a really interesting because... Um... It's uh, you know, always downturns and really it's time to slow down, reassess. You can actually get a lot more done during bear markets and, you know, you know, because up markets, everybody's, you know, hype and greed and FOMO and all of that. So, but then, uh, you know, the the best success is made in 
times such as what we're in now. The other thing is, uh, one 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 thing is you have this um, idea of this have do be travel. What what does that mean? Yeah, I learned this in chiropractic school, and it was one of those things where. I was just fascinated when I first learned it because I was like, oh, my God, I say that. Oh, my God, every, everyone I know says this. Um, and that is, you've heard this before. If I have this, then I can do this and I'll be this person. If I just win the lottery, then I can do these things and I can be that person. If I just had more new patients or if I just had more of this, then I can do it. We've, we've all said it. We've all, and, I, and I st- I'm, I'm very transparent. So I'm not a kind of coach who's going to be like, oh, I never say that. I master that. I'm human. It happens. Anyone that says they don't do this anymore, you could question it because we're all human. We we have those moments. I'll catch myself be going, oh man, I'm in that have do thing. Ah, let me step back. And so the reason why that's a trap is because that's not how the world universe works on world works. I mean, remember the quantum world, just understand, is the invisible world that is what creates our physical world. And so it's a deeper level of understanding our world more and how we create it in the physical realm. And so everything is vibration. Everything is energy. Everything's a frequency. This is not new. It seems like new, but Nikola Tesla said this back in 1900, that if you if we start to look at the universe in the terms of energy, frequency, and vibration, what humans can do in one year, they'll expand. They'll, they'll be more than what they've done in the last 10. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing that last part, but it's the point of understanding. So if when you understand that everything is a vibration, everything's a frequency, everything's, everything's a consciousness level then the have, do, be is backwards. You can't have something unless you've been the being part first. And, and the doing is the, the, you're coming from that vibe. So that's the trap, the thinking one day when I have this, one day when this happens, when I have this, when I get to this level. <laughs> We've all said it in business. I know we have in some way, shape or form. And so what's the, that's why it's such a trap because you're going against the grain. It's kind of like Oh, I don't know. You're trying to swim upstream a very raging river. You know, you're going to the Colorado River, right? It's a, it's a level five. And you're like, don't matter. I'm going to swim up that current. Yeah, good luck with that. It's never going to happen. I don't care how strong of a swimmer you are. I don't care. Some people say, well, I'll put jets on. No, 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 no. You, you can't cheat it. It's just you in the water and that's it. Not even flippers on your feet. So it, that's kind of what you're doing to yourself. And the essence of the way the B do have, the way the model of what I learned is that it relates to universal laws. It relates to it relates with what quantum physics talks about. Is that you have to be at that vibration first. That's the being element. Once mm. you do that, we're all magnets walking around. Because once you're being, then all of a sudden, ideas, circumstances, situations, or stuff that's going to come to you is going to actually propel you to law of inspire action, which means doing. Um, because you're going to be propelled and inspired to do something. And then from there, you will have what it is you desire because you came from the being first. Mm-hmm. And that's the principle of the whole entire model. It's a different way of doing things. In business, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. And the thing about business is they think that, I'm losing my train of thought here, but it was the doing. But it, it's one of those things that we have to do, 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 do. And we always have to be thinking in the next step. And we always have to be this and this and this. But really, that's not how you have to be. I'm not saying doing that doesn't work, but it's, there's a cost to that. The stuff I'm talking about doesn't have a cost to it because if I'm saying, hey, guess what, doc, all you have to do is just get your vibe right, get to that consciousness level. And then the idea that you want to have that seven figure business, eight figure, nine figure, that idea or the people, the partnerships, the circumstance, those situations, they will come to you. And I promise you, if you learn how to get out of your mind and tap into the body using different certain things to gauge that, then also you'll know when it's time to do that. Like law of inspired action for me, I get anxious. I don't get anxious. 
I don't normally do. But when something's coming up, if it's an idea or something I take action to, or when I was writing my, all my books that I've ever written, uh, it was always that like, I had this anxiousness. It wouldn't leave me alone. It just kept pressing and pressing. I'm like, why is these thoughts coming to me? And then I get anxious about it. And I'm going, all right, I've been here before. This must mean there's I need to take action on something. I'm aligned to something. And then I just continue. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I take the action. And then the anxiousness goes away. And I'm like, all right, must I do what I had to do? And, you know, it's just one of those things I don't have to think or when an idea comes, I'll just be, I could just be sitting here having a, in a podcast and I'll share something. I'm like, that's my next idea. Oh my goodness. I got to act on that. You know, and certain things like that, it'll just come to me rather than me trying to figure all these things out. Yeah. What, uh, what are some uh, resources? Cause uh, you know, what you're talking about is um, resonates with a lot of individuals They may want to check out books. I know you wrote a book, um, which I encourage the listeners and audience to check out and uh you know to help us along the way yeah i think there's two great books besides my books i, I wouldn't be a good author if i didn't do that <laughs> but i think there's there's two books i talk about often in my books that i think they were very pivotal for me and it's just for you to frame your mind to understand a little bit of what this consciousness level is and how it has a role and effect on things so there's one book called um power versus force by dr david hawkins it's a phenomenal book he's done 20 30 years almost of research where he's tested out what consciousness levels are with religions to continents to, you know, where humanity is. He's mapped out, uh, you know, the, the avatars of our world, like Jesus, Krishna, and Buddha. And you just understand how there's different levels of consciousness, how to raise out of our, our, our certain consciousness level to experience more and help humanity in the process. The, the second book I love, it, it just, it's more of a, it's, it's the science behind vibration and understanding how vibration changes things. And it's called The Hidden Messages of Water by Dr. Uh, Masuru Emoto. And what he did in his studies is he, what they did is they, they put, they would, they would take water and they would say, I love you. And just the essence of love. And then they would flash freeze it and look at what the structure of that water was. And you'll see it was in a beautiful hex form, which means that's usually a higher vibrational frequency. That means our body absorbs it more, utilizes it more, but it also had crystallization all at the end of them too, which is high vibration. And then they've done it with hate. And all of a sudden you go freeze the water and you look and it's all scattered, not really a lot of structure there. And they've done this study in so many different ways. But he did something very similar to what Power versus Force did. Instead of you know doing the way he tested things, he did it through water, hmm. religion, music, concepts, emotions, ideas. Now, why is that critical? Because once you start to understand these two things and just these two books alone, now you start to understand the quantum world a little better. You start to understand how our thoughts can actually play an effect on the material world and what it's vibrating at and so forth. And this is just, this was the, for me, at least it was the opening the door to all the stuff I knew before on spirituality and quantum physics and universal laws and all that. And it kind of just opened the door wide where I was like, all right, this is, this is some deep stuff here um, that can really help us see things so drastically and start to understand and have some science under the quantum. Because when you talk about like effortless success, in the business world, I can't tell you how many times people look at me and say, oh, that's crazy. All it is is work and grind and hustle. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you've been told. I, I I know because I've been down that path. And I'm like, there's a whole different world to it. And these are things that I, I pull towards. Um, it's scientific. I mean, they've done it in very, very scientific measures. And it's one of those things that, you know, like science, right? You test something, you get a result, you keep testing, you get the same result, keep testing. Eventually, you're like, okay, there's a, there's a pattern here that this is what it's showing. Um, and they've done it so powerfully even too, where they've done it with plants and using words and thoughts and all that, but that's a whole nother conversation, but those two books is the ones I, I recommend the most. Yeah. And, uh, lastly, how do people contact you? You know, you're on social media I know you have a YouTube channel and how can they, you know, 
reach out to you? My hub is my website. So empoweryourreality.com. That's where you can find everything. If this resonates with you and you're looking for uh, how to learn more about this and create this more in your life and help achieve your dream life more and so forth, I do a free discovery call. I have a free ebook on the power of visualization where I dive deep into how the mind can literally change and change physical matter. I talk about a couple different studies that were done. Uh, And then social media, bottom left of my corner of my website, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn. I do have a YouTube channel also. Mm-hmm. But uh, reach out. Any questions you may have about stuff I'm sharing and so forth, I love hearing from people. Yeah. And uh, for all the audience and listeners out there, uh, Victor's sources will be in the links and show notes. Be sure to check out his socials and website, his book as well. Uh, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. It was a really great discussion. I love these um, ideas, you know, uh, just more, you know, getting rid of all the noise and you know, distilling it down to the essence. So thanks so much. And we look forward to having you um, on future episodes. Thanks for having me, brother. This was fun.